Hey, what's up out there? I'm Joseph Cisak here again with you with another episode of the Factor Points podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And thank you for going on to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you're listening and giving us a review. And if I'm bringing five star blessing into your life with what you're hearing in this podcast, then go ahead and give us a five star review. This is how we are going to continue to reach new listeners with the Factor Points podcast uh, organically. The more reviews we get, the higher the reviews are, the ratings that are high. This all helps the the algorithms and whatever else goes on at Apple and these other places. They they share it more with other people. They make it available. So there are things we're doing on our end to help with that. But you can do something as well if this is a blessing to you. Hey, I thought our last episode was going to be the end of the E320 series, but I got to tell you, I just couldn't let it go. I just felt like the Holy Spirit kept impressing on my heart that there was at least one more. And so here we are, episode four of the E320 series. This episode is called It's All Joy, and I'm going to dive right in. I believe it's going to be a tremendous blessing to you. So we learned that there's a connection between Ephesians 3.20, which says, Uh, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask, think, or imagine. And James chapter one, verses two through four. We're going to dive into the James chapter one, two through four a bit more today. This is where we were last week. And there's an aspect of it that uh, I feel the Holy Spirit impressed on my heart that needed to be uh, explained, taught, understood a little bit more as a part of our stand on point in our discipleship with the Lord. So the essence of what we've learned is that maintaining that confidence and that expectation that God can and will do exceedingly and abundantly beyond all that we can ask or think or even imagine, it requires us to count it all joy when we go through various trials. That's James 1 verse 2. Now, here in episode 4, we're going to focus on what it means to really do that, to count everything as joy. In the last episode, we talked more about the latter part, verses three and four, which talks about endurance and how endurance brings about the perfecting of our growth and our discipleship. But this count it all joy part is really significant because if we aren't counting it joy, we don't get to the endurance. The simple fact is we'll never reap the benefits of that endurance, which the latter part of, of chapter four, or excuse me, verse four talks about that perfection, right? We all want to get better at this. We want to grow. We want to develop. We want to be exactly who God's called us to be as we're walking through this journey. So we never get the benefits of the endurance if we don't learn how to frequently and repeatedly count it all joy when we go through various trials. One translation says all kinds of trials and tests. So breaking it down a bit further than we did in the last episode, We have to redefine how we go through trials. When things are hard, when we experience failure, disappointment, betrayal, depression, anxiety, uh, so many different things that we might go through from a negative sense, considering or, or counting it joy is not normal and it's not the common practice. And some would even say that it's not even appropriate. And this is the point that we must go deeper with. James 1 and verse 2 says, uh, count it all joy. It doesn't tell us to feel it all joy when we go through trials. It tells us to count it or to consider it joy. So to better understand this and apply it to our lives, 
we have to separate what it means to feel joyful versus considering something or counting something joyful. The feeling of joy, which we could also relate to happiness, is based on the particular situation or happenings of life that we go through. If the situation is good, our feelings are good. If the situation is bad, then our feelings are attached to that situation. They trend with it and our feelings are bad right along with the circumstance or the situation. What James 1 and 2 tells us is to count or consider everything as joy. Specifically, the trial, the bad situation, and all the accompanying negative feelings, we should all consider that joyful, okay? And I know that sounds crazy, but hey, we're talking about what the Word of God tells us to do. So let's keep going with this because this, again, ties directly to this E320 mindset. The Greek word for count or consider means to account, A-C-C-O-U-N-T, account, like in the accounting and you know finance. It means to take deliberate and careful judgment of something. So if you were to imagine this as an accounting balance sheet, on one side of the balance sheet, you have your deposits, money that you've put in the bank. On the other side, you have the withdrawals or the payments. That's money going out. Okay. If we were to simplify our life's experience into two columns of good and bad, blessings and curses and joy and trials, we would also have an accounting or balance sheet for our lives. We could say blessings are coming in because they add to us, but then the negative experiences often seem to take something away from us, right? So experiences that add riches to our lives and blessings, we put those on one side. Other experiences we put on the other side. So we could say we've got the joy side, the happiness side, and we've got the grief side or the sorrow side. We all, I believe, maybe subconsciously go through a form of life accounting, placing our experiences in one column or the other based on how we feel about it. So, for example, if you were to get a new job or receive a promotion or maybe you're a business owner and it's doing great, um, maybe you buy a new house, uh, you got a turnaround in your relationship, your marriage uh, is going great, is restored. Maybe you have a breakthrough in your parenting with your children. These are all things that we would easily place in the blessings and the joy category. Now, if we were to take all those happenings in the joy column and and those experience and flip them. And instead of getting a job, you lose a job. Instead of having a successful business, your business fails. Instead of a marriage being restored, it goes through divorce. Instead of a great breakthrough with your parenting, you've got further discord and um, you know just issues with with your children, that kind of thing. We would immediately say those are not good experiences and I'm putting those in the grief, the sorrow, the sadness, the trial column because they feel negative. They're painful and we're experiencing some form of loss. But here's where the E320 mindset really comes into play. When we are walking in this belief and the expectation that God can and will do super abundantly more than we can ask or think then we look at the entirety of our situations, both columns, all the experiences, and we combine them all into one and call it joy. Count it all joy when you go through various trials. What this means is that in the E320 mindset, there's only one column in our life's ledger, joy. 
Joy is at the top. Everything we experience, good, bad, ugly, everything in between, it all goes under the joy column. So the big question is why? And this is part of what we talked about last week. Why should we count everything as joy? James chapter one, verse three tells us, it says, because you know. Now, I'm going to pause there for a minute and dig deep on that because this is the deal breaker right here. Either we get this part and we maintain the E320 mindset or we lose this part and we go up and down, back and forth and have instability in our walk and our faith and our expectation of who God is and what God will do. Because you know, not because you feel. Count it all joy when you go through various tests and trials because you know, not because you feel. And what is it that we know? We know that the testing of our faith produces endurance. Okay, so it's what you know about who God is and what God is doing that gives you the confidence, the faith to count it all joy. So here's where we have to separate the feelings that we're experiencing in the trial from the faith that we have in who God is and what his word says. You see, faith is not an instant feelings changer. Just because we hear a word from God and we have faith in what he says, it doesn't mean that our feelings instantly change. Our feelings will change, but oftentimes we've got to take some steps of faith first. And that's where this endurance comes in. As we are enduring, As we are continuing to trust God and walk through the trial, walk through the test, our feelings begin to change as we see God transform our situation because he's doing exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask, think or imagine. So the E320 mindset isn't founded on your feelings. It's founded on the knowledge of who your God is and what he is capable of doing. Because you know that, because you know who God is and he never changes. Thank God that he never changes. Because of that, we're able to say consciously, even though I'm going through a trial, even though I'm going through something that I don't like, doesn't feel fair and doesn't feel good at all. I've got all these negative emotions that I'm going through. I'm still going to take the conscious thought of counting this as joy. So that means pain. I'm putting you in a joy column. Disappointment, I'm putting you in the joy column. Failure, I'm putting you in the joy column. Betrayal, I'm putting you in the joy column. You got to hear this because, listen, this doesn't come natural. So this takes effort. It's an act of faith. It's a step of faith. It's an act of trust in God. I could say that this also ties into Proverbs uh, 3 where it says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your ways and lean not to your own understanding. What a perfect verse that is to tie into this because my understanding if it's just about what I've experienced in my life and my natural understanding it doesn't make sense to consider a trial as joyful but when you factor in who God is and you put trust in who God is and you and you apply that knowledge of who God is then you're leaning on him then You can, by faith, look at everything you're going through and say, I'm putting you in the joy column. And that I just believe that that signals something to heaven. It signals that we're we're continuing to walk this faith walk no matter what we go through. 
And I just believe it moves God. You know, look at Jesus when you've got the woman with the uh, child who was sick that came while Jesus was with his disciples and said, please heal my daughter. And he says she, she was a Syrophoenician woman. She's a Gentile. And Jesus said, you know, it's, it's not for you. It's, it's, it's for the children's bread, meaning I'm, I'm sent to the children of Israel. And she continued to persist. Right. So you, you could say that she just said, hey, I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to put anything you say to me in the column that keeps me here. Right. It's a way of saying I'm counting it all joy. And so when Jesus said, I don't give the children's bread to the dogs. I mean, that's kind of an insulting kind of thing to say. But see, watch this. It tested her faith. And then the woman says, even the dogs get the crumbs from the table. And Jesus said, basically, wow, this woman's faith is great. I mean, she took something that should have sent her away, broken and disappointed. And she basically persisted. She endured, right? The trial became a testing for her. That testing brought about endurance and that endurance led her to receiving from Jesus. And he did exceedingly abundantly above. He, he healed her daughter and, and he did it with a word. He didn't have to go find her, take me to your house so I can lay hands on her and healed her. He spoke a word and she was instantly healed. And so I want to encourage you as I'm encouraging myself, because, again, I don't present this as though it's some easy thing. And I just got it on lock and load every day, every trial. I'm walking this walk just like you are. And by the grace of God, seeking to stay on point. And I'm, I'm realizing that this is a major component. God watches over his word to perform it. So he's watching over whether or not you and I are counting it all joy. And it's not a matter of earning anything from God, but it's about fulfilling the, pr- the principle that he's placed in motion. He wants us to walk by faith. Remember that latter part of Ephesians 2, 20 and 21 that says this is for his glory, that generation after generation would know who God is and know what God has done. The trial is is for the test. The test produces endurance. The endurance leads us to perfection, but it all starts with counting it all joy. So can I just encourage you through prayer right now? I want to pray a count it all joy prayer for you and that whatever you're facing by faith, because you know who God is, don't wait for your feelings to change. Change your language. Change the words that you're speaking. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Faith comes by hearing. So I want you to hear this prayer. Hear what the word of God has has said about our trials and our tests. And let's come into agreement and, and use this prayer as a model for your daily walk, your on point walk as a disciple of Christ to speak to your situation and just tell it. I'm counting it as joy. Come at me. I'm still going to count it as joy. Fail. I'm still going to count it as joy. Disappointment. Attack. I'm going to count it as joy. Doesn't mean I'm not going to fight. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm, I'm delusional. No, I know something greater. I know that every test produces endurance and producing uh, endurance brings about the perfection of everything that God is doing in my life. And it takes his super abundant power that goes above anything I ask, think or imagine to make that happen. Let's pray. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each and every person that's listening. And Lord, I thank you for this new posture. It's been in your word. And Lord God, we take the application of it right now that we might stay on point as disciples of Jesus Christ. I thank you for the trial. I thank you for the test. I thank you for whatever it is they're going through, whatever that situation is that's causing those negative emotions and feelings. I thank you that by faith they would count it all joy because they know that you are in control. They know that the test is coming forth and that they are passing the test as they endure. The endurance is being produced. And Lord God, all these things are culminating in the manifestation of your super abundant power. So I thank you that everyone listening, Lord God, they would develop this E320 mindset. And as they develop the mindset, you would demonstrate and show up and do abundantly above all they ask, think, or imagine. So Father, every trial, every test, I thank you. Yes, Lord. I thank you that we would all learn how to live a one column life, one column with joy at the top and everything that we go through comes under the joy column in our life's ledger. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you for listening. Let's count it all joy. Let's know that God makes all things work together for his, for our good because we love him. And let's know that God does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask, think or imagine. Again, I'm Joseph Csack. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for that five star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you're listening. Thank you for doing a review and thank you for being a disciple of Jesus Christ that stays on point because you know that he's here. He knows and he's able. God bless you.